It's Tuesday, February 7th, 2017. And this week we're reading from the Dwight Goddard translation of the Tao Te Ching. And we are on chapter 17. So here it is. When great men rule, subjects know little of their existence. Rulers who are less great win the affection and praise of their subjects. A common ruler is feared by his subjects, and an unworthy ruler is despised. When a ruler lacks faith, you may seek in vain for it among his subjects. How carefully a wise ruler chooses his words. He performs deeds and accumulates merit. Under such a ruler, the people think they're ruling themselves. Okay, a lot there to ponder. Take a seat now. Sit upright. Head centered above your spine, like a string is pulling on it from the crown of your head. Hands resting as we discussed yesterday, or in a position that's most comfortable for you. Ten minutes. Bring your attention to your breathing. Which is coming from your belly. Tongue on the roof of your mouth. Notice any tension you might have right now.
Let your awareness sit with that tension and with your breath. Is that tension in need of something? And if so, what does it need? And now if you can let go of the words, what does it need just in terms of your feelings? Staying with your breath. If your mind has wandered, let it return to your breathing now. Just that simple act.
opening your heart a little bit now. Sitting upright and opening your heart to the world. Whatever distractions might be present, just stay in this moment. Focused on your breath. Hmm. This chapter today seems very timely. It's about leadership. And if you live in the United States like I do and have not been living in a cave, or for that matter, if you live anywhere and have been paying attention to the news, the issue of leadership has been prominent lately. So let's revisit the chapter. When great men rule, subjects know little of their existence. 
rulers who are less great, win the affection and praise of their subjects. A common ruler is feared by his subjects, and an unworthy ruler is despised. Given the present political situation in the United States, it's not very difficult to, uh, to begin thinking about that. Hell, I just brought it up. It's very easy to start looking at others and applying our judgment to them in the context of this passage. Like, oh, an unworthy ruler is despised. Yeah, see, they knew it 2,500 years ago. Common ruler is feared, an unworthy ruler is despised. So yeah, that's using judgment. No question. We're pretty good at that. I know I am. And can we take this first verse and think about it not in terms of others, but in terms of ourselves? Can you think about it in terms of yourself? In other words, can you lead others as a great ruler? Because that's the real work. How will you choose to lead? Each of us is called to lead in our lives. And it, it may be that you don't actually lead other people, that you're just leading yourself. But if you reach the point where you're leading yourself, you're doing way more than most people. So how will you lead? Okay, next verse. When a ruler lacks faith, you may seek in vain for it among his subjects. Well, the faith that we're talking about here is faith in the Tao. When a ruler lacks faith in the Tao, you're not going to find it anywhere amongst the people. Yeah. And the converse is also true. If a leader has faith in the natural order of things, if a leader has faith in the path, in the Tao, in the way, then that leader can inspire trust in others to have faith in the Tao as well. You and I know very well that that is not what's going on right now culturally for us. So then the question becomes again, what will it look like for you to be that leader who has that faith in the way, in your path, and who can also inspire that in others? Okay, back to the last verse. How carefully a wise ruler chooses his words. He performs deeds and accumulates merit. Well, how about he performs deeds worthy of merit? That sounds a little better to me. Under such a ruler, the people think they are ruling themselves. How carefully a wise ruler chooses his words. Yeah, this for me really gives me an image. You can imagine sitting across from a Chinese master in the 5th century BC, a sort of half smile on his face, and he's choosing his words very carefully. But as I've, as I've mentioned before in modern times, a lot of the time, very often, 
we can become so focused on choosing our words that we lose sight of our truth. So as a result, we can be misled by such a statement. So instead, I'd like to focus on the choice part of it. Because the have choice implies that you have wisdom. And when you don't have choice, then you're trapped. And you can be trapped in a role that you feel that you're having to fulfill or that society expects you to fulfill. There's a lot of that going on right now. You can be trapped in a negative emotion, acting it out without realizing that it's present in you. It's completely human to have the emotions. The trouble arises when we deny it and then act it out without even realizing its presence. Under such a ruler, the people think they're ruling themselves. Yeah. That's sort of the ultimate achievement in leadership. But in a culture that values power is the only way to get certain emotional needs met, like the need to be respected, the need to be understood and listened to, then you are just going to have a shit ton of people going around trying to dominate one another. Even playing the role of victim, pointing out someone else's aggressiveness toward you in an aggressive way is itself part of that game. It's a violent cycle. But as a true leader, you can step out of it. I can step out of that cycle. You can step out of it. We all can. And I don't mean denying our truth. I don't mean pretending that we're not having emotions that we're really having. I'm not talking about denying anything. But you and I can have faith in the Tao. Lead from that and let go of our expectations, which likely have the roots in fear anyway. I have another suggestion for today for you, if you're ready for it. And if you're not, that's fine too. What about today, at some point, doing a little something nice for somebody that's also anonymous? See how that feels for you. Let go of your expectations to get some sort of approval from your gesture. Just a little nice thing for somebody who won't know that you're responsible for it. Maybe a dollar in a homeless person's cup who's asleep. Maybe you clean up the inside of the fridge at work after everybody's gone. Maybe you clean out the coffee pot. I don't know. You decide. And as you do it, see if you can also trust in your own path. That's my invitation. Thanks for sitting with me today. Happy Tuesday and take care of yourself.